We're joined by Rob Hayes, who is the uh, Director of Clean Water for Environmental Advocates of, of New York. And one of those stories we've been covering recently has been the issue of lead pipes uh, in the city of Troy. Um, recent sampling done by the city found what they call some of the feeder lines between the city's water system and the people's homes have lead in it. And then it was disclosed that, in fact, the city's been sitting on half a million dollars for a number of years to help out with this issue, but had not yet spent any of the money because they're trying to figure out what to do. And so, Rob, what is the latest that you know about the lead pipe situation in Troy? Well, after it came to light that the city had been sitting on this grant, this $500,000 grant to replace lead pipes, uh, the Troy community really got organized. And uh, we at Environmental Advocates were able to connect with a number of residents who have lead pipes and have lead in their drinking water, some of whom even have lead poisoned children. Uh, and really the community of Troy stood up and demanded action from the city. Uh, and they demanded not only for the city to spend this current grant funding to replace lead pipes, but to in fact develop a plan to remove every single lead pipe in Troy. Uh, and at the meeting last Thursday of the city's utility uh, committee meeting, that is exactly what the mayor and his superintendent of public works presented. They laid out a plan to replace 100% of Troy's lead pipes over a 15 year period with none of the direct costs of replacements put on to residents, which is so critical because these pipe replacements can run thousands of dollars. So really residents voices worked. They got Troy to commit to a new plan, and now we're turning to how can we make sure that plan is implemented as swiftly and equitably as possible. Well, when you say that they're not uh, having the residents pay for it, perhaps you can clarify, but it seems like they're actually making all the residents pay for it by possibly increasing the water charges, but not charging the individual homeowners directly for the cost of the replacement. Is that correct? And is there, you know, additional funds that may be available at the state level? Uh, certainly putting money into water infrastructure is a big priority at the state level, plus the Environmental Bond Act. So what are some of the possible funding sources? That's that's absolutely correct, Mark. And yeah, what the city is proposing is to spend some of their American Rescue Plan money to do these pipe replacements. But then, as you were saying, to also increase the water rate charge uh, to pay for the rest of it. We are. Uh, we think that there are funding sources available to minimize or even prevent that water rate increase entirely. There is a historic level of funding that could be used for lead pipe replacement right now. There's more funding that the city can go after from the federal bipartisan infrastructure law funding that's making hundreds of millions of dollars available for lead pipe replacements in New York. And there is also money that uh, the state of New York has appropriated over the last several years. Since 2017, New York has appropriated $4.5 billion for the Clean Water Infrastructure Act, some of which could be used for lead pipe replacement. Uh, but how much of that funding is used for lead pipe replacement is completely at Governor Hochul's discretion. And so we hope that as the situation in Troy has come to light, and knowing that there are many other communities with a lead pipes problem across the state, that Governor Hochul will announce significant funding from uh, New York's clean water appropriation to replace lead pipes. Well, you mentioned that there are probably um, quite a few other communities in New York State that has, you know, similar problems with with, with lead pipes. 
you know, what had uh, either required or motivated the city of Troy to, you know, be doing this annual, um, you know, testing of, of water for lead? And are other communities also doing that or required to do that? You know, Troy is uh, more unique than some cities in that they had detected so much lead in their drinking water in recent years that they had exceeded the U.S. EPA action level for lead in their drinking water, which already is absurdly high. And that standard is actually not protective of human health. So Troy was even above that high EPA standard. That's what's uh, caused Troy to do a lot more testing of lead in their system in recent years. Uh, but of course, you know, wherever lead pipes are present, there is going to be lead in the drinking water. It's impossible to fully prevent that contamination while those pipes are still delivering drinking water. Uh, so that's, you know, Troy is definitely in, in it has a unique problem. Uh, and it's why we're, we were excited to see the city really do a, a, a to recognize that it needed to overhaul what it was doing to get these lead pipes out of the ground. But other cities are certainly still detecting lead in their drinking water. They still have lead pipes buried underground. You know, this is a statewide problem and it's gonna ultimately demand a statewide solution. Uh, but really what Troy is going to implement now over the next couple of years, it's going to be precedent setting. No other city in New York has committed yet for replacing 100% of their pipes without placing any direct costs of those replacements on the residents. Uh, so hopefully this will show that other communities in New York can do the same thing. I, I feel somewhat compelled to mention that a, a friend of mine, Dr. Jill Stein, who's a Harvard trained physician and basically used to do research on neurological issues for children, was one of the initial people many years ago who started to make the claim that low exposure to lead was actually bad for children and her, and she was particularly with the physicians for social responsibility were initially attacked as crackpot for making uh, that claim. And of course now that has become um, sort of mainstream science. But, you know, it's really good to hear that the city is beginning to move. Sort of two-part two question. One is 15 years, uh, an adequate timeline. And second, why had they delayed, you know, so long on this? Well, there's there's a number of ways that we're going to be advocating to improve the proposal that Troy has put forward. You know, this is really the initial plan, but now residents are going to have the chance to weigh in to make sure that this plan replaces lead pipes as swiftly and equitably as possible. Uh, and I think one thing that residents are going to be advocating for is to speed up that replacement timeline. We have seen other cities across the country replace all of their lead pipes much faster than 15 years. I think it even took the city of Newark just three years to replace all of their lead pipes. So, so long as the funding is there and the political will is there, it's possible to have these replacements happen a lot faster. I think the other thing residents are, are going to be advocating for is to make sure that we're providing proactive, the city is providing proactive filtration to properties with lead pipes. You know, some of these pipes are gonna be dug up quicker than others. And we want to make sure that people who might have to wait a little longer for their pipe to be dug up, that they're not still exposed to lead when they turn on the tap. Those filters can be a really good temporary solution as we work on the longer term solution. Uh, but then to get to your other question, Mark, about why the delay so long, you know, I think there, you know, water departments across the state have so much on their plate 
and they're oftentimes underfunded and they're doing so much to try and protect clean water that I don't think that lead pipe replacement has really, uh, for many kind of uh, systems across the state, really risen to be a top priority. You know, these pipes have been underground for 50 years. Uh, some operators might think, you know, it's it's all right if they stay in the ground a little longer. Um, but I think, you know, as you were saying, the science continues to show that there is no safe level of lead in drinking water. And the Troy Water Department has really recognized this now and has committed to making sure all these pipes come out of the ground. Now, you know, you are a clean water guy, um, but I also know that, you know, lead in paint and particularly in a lot of the old apartments, especially older apartments in low-income neighborhoods, uh, is, a, is also a problem throughout the state of New York, it's been known for many years. Did that at all come up at the uh, recent city council meeting, though granted that was a meeting about the public utility, not about the buildings department? Right, right. Uh, definitely lead paint and lead pipes are interconnected. We want to make sure that we're, you know, reducing all sources of lead exposure. Uh, and so it's good to city develop the plan to replace uh, the pipes and the water aspect of this. One way that the city said that they're going to be prioritizing where to start lead pipe replacements is looking at uh, properties in the city that currently have kids living in them with elevated blood lead levels. Uh, and those properties, along with having lead pipes, are likely to have lead paint as well. Uh, so making sure that we're prioritizing replacements at those homes where kids are most at risk and where's the there's the worst threat to of kind of lead exposure, uh, the better it will be to kind of reduce uh, the lead exposure that those kids are exposed to. We've been talking with Rob Hayes, uh, Director of Clean Water for Environmental Advocates of New York, I believe EANY.org. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.